Hi, welcome back to The Egg. I'm Megan. And I'm Jack. We've got two new staff members joining us today, Michaela Pittman, a senior contributor. Hey, guys. And Kyle Miller, our new audio engineer. How you doing? Today is Monday, November 27th. Let's get cracking. Congress returns from Thanksgiving break and begins its final legislative push before the end of this year's term. The Senate is expected to vote on the GOP tax bill, a version of which passed the House before the break. On Friday, Islamic extremists bombed a crowded Sufi mosque in the Sinai Peninsula of Egypt. The extremists, who are Sunni, claimed that the mosque was filled with heretics. Egyptian officials called this attack the deadliest in Egypt's modern history. And just in case you missed it, the Ohio State Buckeyes beat Michigan 31-20 to over the weekend. What do American college students in the country of Spain have in common? It's the amount of debt they owe, $1.4 trillion. If you were to combine the total debt that Bulgaria, Cyprus, Finland, Denmark, Austria, Venezuela, Norway, Pakistan, Hungary, Luxembourg, the Czech Republic, and Greece owe, you'd be hovering around the total student loan debt that exists in the U.S. And get this, with all that money students owe to the universities, we could pay off the U.S.'s debt to China and still have enough left over to go to the moon 15 times, buy a few sports teams, buy a couple of islands, and hell, even send some students to college for free. This week on The Egg, we talk about college tuition. If you had graduated high school in 1959 and entered the workforce without any college education, your average salary would be close to $5,000, or about $42,000 in today's money. Today, if a high school student expects to earn anywhere near that, they'll have to obtain an associate's degree, at least. And with college tuition ever climbing, the expenses that come with earning this amount of money is increasing for high school students every year. According to the Institute for College Access and Success, nearly two-thirds of Ohio college graduates had to borrow money to pay for college. Ohio ranks ninth in the nation for the highest student debt owed. There are countless programs, scholarships, and policies that make paying for college easier for students. Despite this, College is still a financial burden for the average Ohioan. Why does college cost so much? What could be done to reduce the student debt? Do our state and national governments have a responsibility to make college more affordable? On Wednesday, we'll be exploring these questions and getting to the bottom of the student debt crisis. On The Egg, we are always looking for ways to reach out and support our community. This holiday season, we have decided to help our neighbors in need by partnering with the Bellbrook Sugar Creek Family Resource Center. The Resource Center provides meals, clothes, and other essentials to struggling Bellbrook families. Every year, the Resource Center assists over 100 families. They provide information and referral services and promote a safe and healthy community. Last Monday, Megan and I went to speak to the director of the Resource Center, Susan Lopez. After being buzzed in from outside, we climbed a flight of stairs, landing in an old-school hallway. Ms. Lopez walked out from what used to be the library, now being used as the meeting room. She greeted us and asked if we wanted a tour, and before we could answer, she began showing us around the room, gesturing towards the bikes as she explained the resource's new bike program. Ms. Lopez then took us to the food pantry, which was lined with old library shelves, each filled with rows of stat cans. Leading us back into the hallway, she walked us over to the youth room. In this room, we have a youth room and also a classroom. So we do our education classes in here. Every room has a, a area set up for young kids. 
so that they can play while their parent is here or whatever and they're happy to be here and usually they don't want to leave here. <laughs> so know that. We have some students that might come after school and there's always snacks and drinks available for them just like they would be at your home. So they can always come, they can get soup and cook it in the microwave if they want and, and um, so that people aren't food insecure in this community if we have it here. When someone is food insecure, it means they lack access, at times, to enough nutritious food. Food insecurity is a result of making trade-offs between basic necessities, medical care, housing, and food. The food insecurity rate in Greene County is 13.9%, around 23,000 people, according to Feeding America, a nonprofit. The Resource Center helps local families who are food insecure or those who lack basic necessities, like toilet paper. Like Michaela said, the Resource Center helped over 100 families last year. From July of last year to June of this year, the Resource Center served nearly 1,000 individuals. This was the Resource Center's first year as a nonprofit agency, and because of this, it has experienced major financial cuts. The cuts forced the only structured after-school program to be casted off. Now, the Resource Center is completely reliant on volunteers and public donations to maintain its basic and necessary functions of providing food, clothing, toiletries, and other support services. The United States throws away billions of pounds of food every year, yet there are still Americans who go hungry. When writing the segment, Megan and I struggled to make hunger relatable to students who've never experienced it. We've never experienced it. As we thought out loud, one friend suggested that we ask you to think of a time that you felt hungry and to multiply that by 10. But we quickly realized it's not the actual state of being hungry. It's the fact that you have nowhere to get food. When we feel hungry, we realize it's only temporary. We can go home after practice or after school and dig through our cupboards or pantries to find something. But those who experience hunger and poverty on a daily basis don't have the luxury of thinking, I'll get something when I get home. Most likely, there will be nothing there, or maybe only a few sparse items, a can of green beans, some crackers. And that's the thing. The physical weakness that comes from persistent hunger isn't the worst part. It's the reality of wondering where your next meal will come from, or how you're going to feed your family. That is undoubtedly the most distressing part of food insecurity. To make a difference for a Bellbrook family, you can drop off socks, breakfast foods, and canned goods at the Resource Center. The Resource Center is located at 51 South East Street in downtown Bellbrook. The Egg is published by Eagle View News at Bellbrook High School and is written by Jack Long and Megan Malice with advising from Katie Bills Tenney. To find more podcasts like this one, please visit eagleviewnews.com. You can find us on Twitter at The Egg, E-V-N.